Annyeong, and welcome to Hallyu Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 46, Dip Their Toe in the Ratchetry Pool. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of Hallyu Juku. I'm P.D. Rave. As I am always every week. Uh, here with me, as always, is Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, we're going to talk about East Asian pop culture. And as we do every week, we're going to start off talking about what caught our attention musically this week. Uh, what has caught your attention this week? What have you been listening to this week, Kaz? Uh, I have, I've been listening to a lot of games, and as I always say, like, one of my favorite things to just go back to is just to listen to a K-pop list when I'm listening to music and see what comes up. Um, this song didn't come up, but I, I went looking for songs, came across it, thought it was really good. It was released, uh last week sometime by a group called Hot Shot, which I'm not very super familiar with, but goddamn if this song is not really good yeah. and it makes me this is their debut track. Yeah. Wait, as you were saying? So, definitely definitely thought it was a good kind of R&B hip-hop uh, style from this, from this group, Hot Shot, and I just, I really liked it. It just kind of caught me. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. is the beat and the, the vocalization just kind of really got to me, and the, the the dancing is really good, and the points are pretty, which is I mean kind of a stable. It's what you're looking mm-hmm. for. That's just how it goes. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a, you. Uh, it's really again another polished debut. Uh, you know, the, another polished debut, which uh, I think is really impressive. Uh. I haven't had a chance to listen to it too many times. I, I don't know if it'll grow on me. It, it didn't catch my, atten- catch my attention immediately, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it is really well made and it's really well done. It's really polished for a debut. Uh, which, like I said, last week, you know, polished debuts, uh, we've seen a lot lately. And then the, the video is definitely terrible debut uh, was Bung Town Boys, but I think that's just because we just didn't give a fuck about Bung Town Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, and what else you got for us this week, Kaz? Uh, moving on, I got a song by Crush, uh, who we've heard stuff from before, and this is just a, a soulful fucking R&B song called Sofa. Um, fucking violins and, and sh- all kinds of string instruments all throughout here that just give you the chills up and down your spine because it's so good. Yeah. Like, hearing a, go- a good instrument played well, like, is it, it, it gets you. You're like, oh, that's what music is. Mm. Um, and localization to the, to the song really, really well. That's it's just so, so good. You know? so yeah. Cool. Mm, get into your soul. That slow jam. Gotta get into that slow jam. Ooh, yeah, man. girl. <laughs> it's so far away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much it for me this week. Just because I wanted to keep it short and simple because we got a lot of music to talk about this week. And I thought yes. those were two kind of good tracks to kind of just get us started of stuff. You could just run out and listen to uh, if if. B, so mm-hmm. 
yeah. So well, I, I, moving. yeah, moving on to uh, I'm gonna uh, you know if you're talking about slow jams, uh, one of the, one of the kings of slow jams uh, is none other than Brian McKnight. And you're wondering, well, you may be wondering, why mm-hmm. am I talking about Brian McKnight on the East Asian Pop Culture uh, uh, podcast? Why are you talking about Brian McKnight well, on the East Asian Pop Culture podcast? Uh, an artist <laughs> that I have no idea who he is, but uh, he ha- he spells his name in English and in Hangul, so I assume he's Korean. Uh, by the name of Rainstone, uh, came up with a song uh, called Rainstorm, uh, featuring none other than the vocal stylings of Brian McKnight. Uh, Sunny mm-hmm. and Verbal Gent. Uh, a nice little collaboration yeah. track. And it's, well, I mean, you, you know, the artist, if you know Sunny, you know, Verbal Gent, you know what to expect. It's some fantastic rapping. Uh, Brian McKnight on the vocals. Uh, this was actually something that caught our attention as soon as we were finishing recording last week. And, and, <laughs> and it stuck with me. I was like, I, I looked back at my, uh, history. I was like, Hey, this track. And and yeah, I think yeah. what was your impression of it uh back then and now? I really, really, really like the song. The song is really good, well put together. I love Sonny. Uh Sonny's such a good rapper. Verbal Gent is growing on me more and more every day that I get to hear him. Um and we'll talk about that more coming up pretty soon. Um Brian McKnight just the nineties for me, growing up as a kid, you you heard Brian McKnight and <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just really, really good songs. Um, like Rainstorm, like you, like you said, I'm not really that familiar with. The only issue I had is this is a shitty video. Yeah, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is like, video is fucking terrible. This, like this scrawny ass dude, this scrawny ass little little brother, uh, just <laughs> spinning around on a turntable. <laughs> I was like, I, I got a hat now. Look at me. I'm still sitting yeah. Yeah. Uh But yeah, terrible video, but it's a really cool song. Uh, but moving on, some more fun stuff uh, that I caught, that caught my attention this week. A couple of Halloween-themed tracks, in, in a way. Uh, one of them was uh, Bebop, a group that I mentioned before, a, a band, actually. A kind of a, a pop band uh, starring, I believe, a former... Uh, a former member of Tiara, at least a former trainee that was supposed to debut with Tiara or was it another group? No. Or Girls Day. I don't remember. Uh, but, uh, we mentioned before, we talked about them before. They did a cover of Rump Pum Pum Pum, uh, for, uh, by our Girls FX. Uh, kind of a yeah. band cover. And they did it dressed in Halloween costumes and, and it was adorable and it was <laughs> cool and it was kind of fun. Uh, what did you think of, of this, this little cover? Did you enjoy it? I liked it. It was, it was cute. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cute and silly. Like, yeah. um, and if they're really playing those instruments, more power to them. Yeah. Cause that's uh, really good. Yeah. It, it's actually, a, it's, a very much seems like they are playing those instruments and it's actually kind of really impressed me. Uh, that, you know, the, it, it's not too complex, but like the, the, the fact that she, <laughs> this girl's playing the bass that well. She actually t- does a lot of the cool, like, of recreating the beats from the song on her bass, which is kind of cool. Uh, so, yeah, it really, really was a fun track. And it was fun to watch. A little fun little Halloween video. Uh, but speaking of Halloween, another fun uh, mashup that was brought to my attention on the on the K-pop forum that I, I frequent. Or actually, not on Reddit. Uh, but apparently came out, like, three years ago. So, uh... 
apparently there was a, a remix contest for Girls' Generation, The Boys. And somebody took their time to remix The Boys' uh, English uh, version with uh, the Ghostbusters theme. And it actually works really well. <laughs> and it's actually a really fun mashup. Uh, did, did you enjoy this kind of odd little match, mashup? Uh, it was, it was cute. Uh, is what I could say. Like, it, it wasn't super off-putting as I thought it was kind of going to be. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was kind of cute and silly. And, yeah, I think the only thing that really holds it back is the fact that it's the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that I don't really particularly like the boys as a song, uh, is, even though the, the English version is hilariously, uh, bad lyrically, uh, it's not that great of a song. There are a million better girls generation songs, but it, the, the, the mix is done, done well. And it's fun to kind of like when they go back at, at the end of the, of the song, it's like, who you going to call girls generation? <laughs> who are you going to call? Girls generation. And it was pretty fun. Uh, it was really well done. Uh, kudos to the man who did this. DJ Rockstar. Uh, really, really fun. Made my, made my day. Uh, and gotta have a little more GG. Remembering, uh, Jessica was still being in the band. It was a little sad. <laughs> uh, and also remembering, uh, the, I know life is a mystery. I'm going to make history, which is always funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all for what we've been listening to this week. Again, short, short, but sweet. We got a lot to get to. So we got to get that out of the way. Uh, we're going to get into our headlines right now. So join us. Yeah. Yeah. Howdy, folks, and welcome back to our headline segment as we talk about some of the happenings and goings on in the East Asian pop culture uh, world sphere, as if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. We're getting in there because we got a jam-packed episode, so we got to get going. And the first couple of uh, uh, articles is about a couple of teasers, actually. Uh, a couple of, uh, and kind of announcements and teasers, uh, which mean nothing, but it is interesting, it are interesting to talk about nonetheless. Uh, first off, we have Woolum Entertainment kind of, uh, giving some information on their new girl group, uh, yeah. by the name of Lovelies, Z with a Z, uh, cause, cause that's cool. Uh, the brand new rookie girl group that will be soon be, be debuting under Woolum Entertainment, of course, home to Infinite, Nell, and Tasty. Uh, has been revealed, uh, it's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight members. Uh, and that they're wearing scoops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where it's, it's, you know, the schoolgirl outfits, it's from the, mm-hmm. the group that they are at. This, my first impression is, uh, basic knockoff of a pink. <laughs> but, <laughs> It is from a quality label in Willem Entertainment who mainly do, you know, who mainly do that. They're kind of indie groups and stuff like that and do the one group infinite who are, yeah, an idol group, but are actually pretty uh, solid as far as music and especially music and 
dance and kind of the, the presentation and, uh, kind of there's a really cool sense of artistry with them, uh, in general. Uh, do you have any expectations of coming from this group or? I, I see more of kind of initially a standard kind of girl group, like nothing, nothing super special to begin with. Yeah. But in the kind of end of it all, like, uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, in the kind of end of it all, like, if they find the stride, which has been the thing we mentioned the most, right, is yeah. finding that stride, finding the the thing that keeps you unique in the sea of everyone else being the same, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is you gotta you gotta kind of find that thing that does that for you. So yeah. if if you, if you can do that. You know, because you're all, everyone's gonna have their initial gimmick. So their initial gimmick is the schoolgirl thing. Yeah. Even their, their logo for their group is, is the, the kind of schoolgirl-esque, uh, you know, school kind of, uh, emblem or whatever yeah. that you'll see on things, uh, which makes for great marketing. You can put that on t-shirts and hoodies and all kinds of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, outside of that, um, it's going to come down to their uniqueness, their either ability to sing or dance or do both, or, you know, even for most cases, be funny. Yeah. Uh, cause there's a lot of groups that sell themselves way more in being funny and being able to be on variety shows and being able to get their girls and dramas and, and things like that than their outright ability to sell albums because you, you're funny and you're, you get on those variety shows and you, you make music and you do everything else. And you know what? People will buy the albums, yeah. you know? Look at year one so, of jewelry. When's the last time you heard a, a jewelry track really making some noise? But yeah, one <laughs> is all over, all over the place. Uh, her, you know, kind of following in Kwang He's footsteps of <laughs> they, uh, kind of, uh, their besties. Uh, so, you know, yeah, that, that's the thing. We're going to have to see the proof will be in the pudding and we'll find that out on, let's see, November 10th. Uh, yep. We'll find out. November tenth, showcase so. dates uh, the twelfth, and then the actual album will release on the seventeenth of so. November. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a kind of a whirlwind few days for these girls, as if it already isn't leading up to it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, they will not sleep those entire that entire time. <laughs> no, no, not even a little bit, as if they are already. <laughs> yeah, as if they're sleeping now. <laughs> uh, conflict diamonds. Uh, Dance so, practice. Yes. Uh, so moving on to another in, a new group, uh, TS Entertainment, uh, another, uh, high profile label, uh, none of the big three, but profile label, uh, the one that the group, the label that brought us, uh, secret, secret, uh, it's secret time, uh, my magic, uh, are coming out with a new gr- rookie girl group named Sonamu. Uh, I don't believe it has anything to do with Mamamu. Uh, but hopefully they're, they're, it could be just as uh, much quality. Uh, so they're coming out with a, a group, Sonamu, one thing. Uh, it's going to be a four-member group. Uh, they showed, uh, though I didn't actually link the article, they did show uh, three members already. They revealed who they are. It kind of showed a little, you know, some images of them. Uh, they do seem like lovely girls. And they're actually asking fa- uh, fans uh, to... Name the fourth member. 
Uh, I should give them oh, okay. the stage name. So TSN Entertainment's rookie girl group Sonam is putting the stage name of their yet as yet unveiled fourth member up to the public. Uh, October thirty first, a slightly blurred image was posted on the group's official fan cafe, giving fans a glimpse of the fourth member. Uh, they also uh put up a short little uh rap teaser by the fourth member, and which was actually pretty good <laughs> pretty good and pretty yeah. well done and okay. and uh it was interesting i don't know what, what was your impression of this and and the fact that they're actually asking their fans to name their fourth member uh like you said the the kind of rapping was good i don't like the the blurry <laughs> picture thing yeah that that offends me a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah, I have an amateur photographer. Uh, <laughs> like there's there's so much better. Like you could have just did. Like all right, here's here here's where Kaz gets artsy again <laughs> with his <laughs> fucking shit knowledge of photography. You could have just did like a nice silhouette of her, yeah. right? Like a really cool, just like high contrast silhouette. Uh, to still show off her body and things like that, and do all that uh instead of doing this really blurry thing that just makes it look like weird because yeah. the top half of her is blurred and the bottom half isn't like or just whatever is going on i don't know uh but then the other part of it uh from a from a production standpoint and and a hype standpoint it's kind of cool if if you can garner the uh the fandom to pay attention enough to want to participate in this and then if you do get the fandom to participate to the point where they're like you know they care to the fact that they want to try to name this girl outside of the like people who do really really silly things um it also creates an investment uh in it you know because then people are invested in the fact that you know they they had a a hand in the creation of this group you know mm-hmm. however you see fit um and it can kind of bring them closer to their, their membership and, and fan base and things like that. So it's all in that, that kind of silly, fun creativity kind of space, you know, uh, and however you want to do that. Like, so yeah. it, it makes for a really fun thing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, they're named, they're named, uh, the, the, you know, the name is means pine tree. <laughs> so that's an interesting mm-hmm. thing. And they made itself after a fresh scent. Which is, uh, you know, fresh, full of life, like a pine tree. Uh, which is interesting. <laughs> no, uh, mm-hmm. they don't have word as yet, yet on any kind of release schedule, but, uh, we'll have to keep track. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. You know, it's a, it's a label that has put out qualities, namely specifically secret. So, uh, it is definitely worth keeping an eye on this group. Uh, now, I back to. So. <laughs> Now, to a big label that we've talked about many times here, uh, YG Entertainment. Uh, YG Entertainment has been uh, pumping out the, 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 the cryptic teasers all week. Uh, first, uh, you know, uh, further along in their Who's Next series, uh, which I'm, I'm wondering when Goldberg is gonna, uh, sue for, uh, gimmick infringement. Goldberg. <laughs> Maybe Goldberg's in the group. You don't know. Uh, there is, there is, it is a co-ed group. <laughs> yeah. 
so the first teaser, or the first teaser, who's next? And it said the number one. The second one uh, the, said, who's next? One plus one. It was like two. And then the, the, the third teaser, teaser was one plus one divided by one. And we're like, still two. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> uh, and then they went back to start from the beginning. They, they, uh, they started actually putting these pictures. Uh, the first teaser, uh, the first picture teaser was the one on the left, as you can see there, which is a set of hands holding a, uh, I would say, well, instinctively you want to say Pocky, but, um, uh, we're going to be probably more specific in saying Peppero, uh, because, uh, we're coming on Peppero Day, uh, specifically in Korea. So she's holding a milk chocolate or white chocolate kind of Peppero. Uh, the second teaser the following day was a, uh, much more, uh, demure, uh, package. The first one was kind of a little more lacy, dark, you know, uh, uh, kind of more last style, you know, more cutesy, uh, image with a strawberry pocky, uh, strawberry pocky or strawberry peppero. And the last one, a male figure with kind of a original flavor peppero. Uh, and uh, further along, it, and it falls in the line of a one plus one divided by one. Um, there's been a lot of speculation on who's going to be in this co-ed group. Uh, a lot of names are being thrown around like Minzy, Lehi, Isuhyun, uh, Dada, uh, the people have been speculating. Uh, do you have any speculation as to who's in this group, uh, at all? Not at all, really. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't even fathom, but with all the possible things that are, that are supposedly going on with, with to anyone and all that stuff and their uncertainty, this seems like the uncertainty we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, there was, so. I know it, it, before there was speculation that it was going to be a CL Doki, uh, collaboration, which, uh, can still be interesting if, if it and it does involve seal and ducky but it's hard to say from these images I, I i do not know who is going to be in the group but i get the impression that the i, I think i figured out the math i figured out the math <laughs> it's one girl do we need to- <laughs> uh it didn't hurt too badly one girl and another girl divided by a dude it's going to be the new Korean, that boy is mine. <laughs> With guest okay. rapper. And that's, yeah, my, that's I, my theory. I mean, there is no way CL is, has any part of this. Um, it definitely could be the thing that, that would involve Mimsy and Mimsy and Dara, mm. uh, because I, I think at this point, without any real, like, this is exactly what's going on with Two Anyone, this is exactly what's, especially with all the speculation, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty much the fact that most likely Two Anyone is done. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. Um, yeah. So sad. Don't get me started on how sad that is. Um, <laughs> but there's just that 
good fee possibility that this is a solo project, you know, not a solo project, but a, a smaller group project from yeah. them. And so I just, I don't know which way it's going to go and it scares me, but who knows? Maybe this just will give a chance for us to actually see more Dara and Mimsy on a regular basis. Yes. Yes. Uh, at least I, I, more, more, uh, them opening up and promoting on their own and maybe, you know, showing more of just them, uh, cause they are fun and adorable. Uh, especially Dara. I mean, Dara are more variety. To be the fucking female version of Big Bang and like, why didn't you just, oh, they were popular. It was, where you can, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Can we move on? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to something more fun, uh, which was is uh, Mexican fans throw bras and panties at BAP and EXO during Music Bank are awesome. Uh, the KB- 90s. <laughs> KBS 80. recently hosted a Music Bank recording in Mexico. And while boy bands EXO and BAP were on the stage, bras and panties managed to find their way towards them somehow. Somehow. Uh, this is a quote. During the concert, a number of fans who seemingly got too excited were caught throwing their bra and underwear towards the stage of the members of XOK and BAP. Obviously, it's just going to be XOK. Uh, this incident occurred multiple times during BAP's one shot as well as XOK's growl. Uh, due to the inappropriate behavior, filming was paused and a representative of Music Bank announced, please calm down and refrain from throwing your undergarments. <laughs> just let it happen this is this is music man this is what it's all about <laughs> like getting yeah. the ladies to throw their undies Woo! <laughs> what was funny is like how many people in comments uh in some comment threads here and other k-pop discussion sites were completely confused as to why this was the thing that happened because it, it made me realize that there are some people and possibly young people that don't know that 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 throwing your panties at the at the stage is a thing. Right. <laughs> you know, that's you, been a thing, man. That's been a thing for years. So years, the years and years in the history of rock and roll music, throwing right. your panties on stage and then flashing this the group. ain't nothing new. Like if uh, hopefully for for the sake of the the members. Maybe some, you know, of age, uh, fan, female fans were also flashing them. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd probably, probably destroy their little innocent hearts, a few of them. <laughs> but, but I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Uh, and of course, it's just a, a, a different, interesting mix of like, uh, Culture, I guess, culture shock thing of people that don't know that that's a thing in concert culture somewhere else experiencing it for the first time. Like, what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, what, was, what was your impression? I mean, this is just like, I, 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 like you said, it could be our age range because we've always known this to be a thing. But yeah, it's just that that just is a thing. It's just a thing that happens. Like. Like it's just one of those things that happens. <laughs> I do, I do love it in this article. Like, it says the 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 official song announcement is classic. Though, uh, bitches must have been like, "That's cool. I already finished off." <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 
Hey, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, I like, uh, when he further goes along, he's like, uh, can't you see KBS? This was all an attempt by fans to make the allegedly sick and depressed BAP much happier about the situation as they head into hiatus. They're just trying to cheer mm-hmm. them up. Hey, and additionally, mm-hmm. Excel's been through so much. They've been through so much stuff that the recently. They thought they thought they, hey, they need a little cheering up to, to as well. A little free, some free women's underwear. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's how you show your instant gratification. You just like, look, I, I can't help myself. I just, I gotta let you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta let you know. My heart is telling me no. But my body, my body is telling me yes. Tell me yes. Uh, but yeah, it's just classic. It's just <laughs> so much fun, uh, fun culture shock. Uh, but moving on to something a little bit more fun. We're going to have another, a listicle. Uh, we had a li- fun little listicle last week to, to close our episode. Uh, we're going to have another fun little listicle this week. Uh, it's actually provided by the top five articles that have had their under, have had underwear thrown at them. Yes. <laughs> uh, courtesy of the truth about kpop.wordpress.com. I'm giving them a, you know, a little blog. Uh, the top five up and coming gag idols. Uh, yeah. Now that's a weird name for those that don't understand, you know, the gag man, gag woman. As in word for comedian, but go with us. Uh, these are the top five kind of up and coming, uh, new, uh, idol members who are killing it in, uh, the variety, uh, for, uh, variety circle, as we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned earlier with, uh, the possibility for these, uh, uh, Ricky groups. Uh, so these are kind of a, a five, you know, a list, uh, not an expert list, but a nice little list. I think uh, we can kind of look at it and give our thoughts. Uh, at number five, we have Unkwang, uh, B2B, a group that we've talked about. Uh, we've reviewed their album. I'm kind of underwhelmed by it, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Unkwang of B2B, he's the leader, uh, coming, uh, obviously coming out of Cube Entertainment. Um, like in the theme you're going to find is that these are going to be idols. That are uh, unafraid of damaging their idol image, quote unquote, uh, <laughs> but just kind of going all out and uh, being willing to just be funny. Uh, he's got some, apparently he has funny faces. Now, I have had much experience with Nkwong, uh, on any kind of a particular variety shows. Uh, I don't know if you have specifically. No. No. Yeah. Uh, but if he is doing well, I wish him well. Uh, I wish the group yeah. well. And apparently he's going to, he's a part of, uh, well, at least he was on Real Men and he's been on a few of those. So that's a, uh, that's cool. Uh, so an interesting pick. And I mean, this even harps back to the thing I was talking to earlier when we were talking about finding that thing that, that, you know, shows your style, you know? Yeah. And, and, for for these groups and for these individuals in these groups, it's the factor that they're funny and they can carry that that thing of still being the cool idol when they need to be, but at the same time can just be ridiculous and silly and 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 and, and, and that's how you get casted. That <laughs> that's how you get cast in a variety show and you bring back the money that you have to split with the rest of the group because you're still a, a young idol group. <laughs> uh, so moving on to the list number four. 
Fifteen ends G-Min. I now I don't believe you've had much experience with G-Min, but no. I have. She is has been a few times on uh after school club. Arirang's after school club, uh which is a really fun little uh I don't know if you've seen the show. It's uh, hosted by Kevin uh by Eric Nam and Kevin from U uh UKIS uh nowadays. Uh and it's, you know, just a weekly interview show with like uh idol groups or at least kind of the level of idol groups that they can book. Uh and it's actually a pretty fun show. It's mostly English language and translated. It's kind of made for it's kind of really well built for an international audience and it actually has a lot of interactivity. Uh, cause they actually mm-hmm. do hangouts. They actually have like several Google hangouts that they have set up with a bunch of fans and they go to those hangouts and like invite people on the show to interact with the, the idol groups. Uh, and it's actually a pretty cool show. And Jimin has been on there. She was there with, with 15N, uh, the duo that, the uh, she's in, uh, under JYP. And, uh, but she was there initially with them. And then she's been back as kind of one of the rotating, uh, uh, guest presenters on kind of the after show, uh, special. Uh, okay. and she's, she is funny. It's like, she is really fun and kind of ridiculous. Uh, she speaks English well and she's kind of, she, she's unafraid and she's kind of, uh, wild. And, and I think she's on the come up as far as being a kind of a, a like they said, guy idol or, you know, funny idol. Uh, she does well in after school club and apparently she's appeared on a few other shows. So, uh, I think I, I definitely agree with her inclusion on this list. Uh, so moving on, uh, winner Sunghoon. Now you know a little bit more about winner of the group, but have you experienced singing on, uh, on variety um, shows? He's just not much on variety shows, but, but. Their their variety show, their kind of little reality TV show and stuff. He's kind of the the jokester, mm-hmm. kind of funny guy. And you wouldn't you you initially wouldn't get the presence of him of an idol kind of guy. You would get the presence of him of a pretty good rapper, really good entertainer, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's that that's really kind of all you really care and want, you know? It's just that that's what he is. He's a really good. He, he's a, he's a Good rapper, really, really good entertainer. Like he can walk into a room and just be like, "And this room is mine." Yeah. Um. And there's a clip in here that just kind of shows that of during the the uh the um audition phases where he you know walks into what should really be a nerve wracking thing of walking into all these producers and, and YG and uh stuff and trying to explain to them and show them why you you belong in this group and he takes over the room and has everybody laughing from the moment he walks into the door to the moment he closes the door when he walks out. Not the moment that he walks out of the door, but the moment that he closes the door and walks out, they're still like in his, they're still, you know, thinking about all the stuff he just did and has, and he has them laughing. Like, and it's just one of those really great things for a person in that industry to have one of those really great abilities to just be like, okay, I'm going to walk in this room and it's mine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a really cool, like president. I'm watching it right now. He's, he's really does exhibit the kind of the fun aspect. They definitely got his, their, he definitely got their attention right as soon as he walked in the room. 
Yeah. Uh, like he he also has that kind of street performer kind of vibe about him, you know? Like in the way that he speaks, <laughs> you, you you can see him like on a corner with like a crowd of people around him just giving him money, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we're gonna and with uh kind of spontaneously just moving around with that the K pop star sign on the floor. Yeah. Like you do you see how instantaneous his mind went to that though? Like he's trying to dance and he's like, Oh this thing moves. Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna work with this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh but yeah, it, it, you know, it 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 is really cool to see. Like that's the what you see in these entertainers and these idols, the kind of the multifaceted aspect of him being a like having a presence, uh a multifaceted presence. Uh and I think it's something you also see with the next entrant, uh number two Jackson from Got Seven. Uh a they say Chinese, but uh gotta be specific, a uh resident of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh Hong Kong native, uh Jackson, member of Got Seven, somebody we've talked about before. And somebody who I, I, I think I, 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 again, after school club, he was appeared on there and he was pretty funny there, but he's really kind of really won me over fully from his, uh, presence on, uh, on roommate nowadays. Like he is one of those guys that really saved roommate. Like him, Young G is adorable. Uh, uh, Park, uh, Park Jun Hyung, uh, of DOD fame. He's hilarious. He's ridiculous uh they really saved iguchu is hilarious uh sunny is yes sunny uh sunny i love you sunny um uh you know it's good to see sunny again and then you know the 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 cast members that stayed kind of hanging their own but the, the new members of the show have really taken over and uh jackson for sure he's hilarious he's kind of yeah. fun he, the fa- he kind of brings that uh, he has the self-confidence to get past the, the fear of, uh, making a fool of, out of himself. Uh, especially kind of what's an easy trap to, to, um, fall into for somebody in his position where Korean is his fourth language. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it, it, Korean is his fourth language. Uh, the, the easy trap is to kind of climb up a little bit and be too scared to make mistakes. But he definitely is not too scared to kind of make mistakes and realizes that there's humor in that. And as long as he's sincere and he's not, you know, he's not, uh, arrogant about it. He's just is, is there to be sincere and fun and, uh, is understanding he, he, people will enjoy that about him and he's willing to kind of go out there. Have you had a chance? You, you haven't had a chance to check out the new roommate, but have you had a chance to check out some other stuff from Jackson? I've seen like a few things and with with him in it. I do hear his name come up when when watching variety shows and things like that. Where you know he he's one of those people like and kind of how Daesung was some years ago in that kind of debut period for uh uh Big Bang, where you, you're watching a variety show and people reminisce about the time uh Daesung was on, yeah. you know, <laughs> because. This song is just one of those guys who's just he he has that same ability. He walks into a room and if he wants to own it, he owns it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like and it's it and for for when you talk about someone like Daesung doing that with the personalities that 
he's already a part of, you know? Yeah. With with freaking GD Top and, and Sangro, like to be able to have that kind of ability to be like, if I want to own this room, I can. Yeah. Like, you know, because I could be the funny guy, I could be the smart guy, I could be whatever I want to be. But like that is just crazy like ability to have. Yeah, uh, and uh, Jackson kind of is showing signs of that uh, really well uh, on Roommate, and I, I I highly recommend checking out the new season of Roommate. They it it really has been saved mm-hmm. by by the kind of the changes to the cast. Uh, not that I didn't uh, like the previous cast, but it, it just it was not it was it, it really was getting to be a chore. <laughs> But now, now it's actually fun and funny and, and uh, really interesting to watch and really kind of a, 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 a must see variety show for name for me now every week. Uh, but now moving on to the number one entrant. And I think, uh, rightfully so is a kind of an up, we're talking about up and coming, uh, variety show. So I was, you know, it's an up and coming kind of, uh, on the, a group, a girl group that's on the brink of really I think smashing into that top tier at this point from, uh, that, you know, at this point in their career. And then, uh, a particular member who is really kind of making strides as far as being the variety show person of the group. And that is Bummy of A Pink. Uh, she is somebody that has caught my attention on her, on her, whether it's being on Weekly Idol. Uh, whether it's being on kind of a, on few other shows and, you know, hello counselor, you know, you name it. She's been on it. She's been pretty funny. Uh, she is, you know, dutifully fearless kind of, she is fearless. She is, un, she's willing to kind of go for those fun gags and, and she's, she's adorable. Uh, and have you, have you had a chance to kind of get it, get, uh, Acquainted with her. Have you had experience previously with kind of her appearances I've, I've, on variety shows? Yeah, I've seen some stuff from her. Uh, seeing her on Weekly Idol, uh, in some other little bit parts here and there, kind of in YouTube clips and stuff like that from other, uh, variety shows and other little idol shows and stuff like that. So, like, I, I, I get why people are falling in love with her, especially for her being kind of the funny kind of possible gag girl that she can be yeah and there's nothing quite like her gorilla gorilla walk like it's just like the, the, it's like yeah, I saw that coming. down here yeah it's like the, the 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 wake of collapsing uh people laughing at her uh yes uh granted a lot of that is a variety show reaction exaggeration but it is pretty darn funny what she's doing uh and it's just funny to kind of because it comes out of nowhere like you see this adorable you know young lady you know just talking to her it's like oh i can walk like a gorilla it's like oh, okay uh good go ahead and do it like and then she does it it's like what <laughs> it's just out of nowhere it's not something you would expect from uh from a from an idol of any kind especially from an idol with a a member of a kind of this pristine little innocent group like uh a pink uh it is it is an impressive thing and i think she's forming a nice body of work for herself and uh, uh it's really impressing me uh so now we have this list 
Uh, and I yeah. have to ask you, Kaz, uh, is there any name that comes to mind as an up and coming kind of young, relatively rookie, uh, idol member that, that you think has been really impressed in on variety show appearances, uh, here and there? Oh, that's tough because Ricky's aren't really my thing, you know, like especially out of the gate. It's usually once they're kind of pre-established that I'm like, I'm really in love with Ricky's. Uh, Oh, man, that's really tough. Like, Mm -hmm. not that I could think. I'm trying to think like because I I, my brain instantly goes to idols. I already know like Dara or, or Daesung or. Um, yeah, just people like that. Like, I'm just trying to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, some of the ones that are, I think Youngji is really impressing me in, the, in, the, in those fun uh, moments. He's not a and not in the gag idol, but in just in kind of her f- personality fitting well with variety shows. Uh, yeah, she's doing really well in kind of her uh, rookie escapade, uh, and. Really, I think, uh, it's something that they haven't had a chance to really establish the, the rookie group groups that, rookie groups that I know of, uh, itself. I think this, this list is pretty comprehensive. We could probably think of a few, uh, idol members if we had more time, but, uh, this is, list is pretty, uh, pretty spot on. But, uh, yeah, uh, we look forward to seeing more from these idols. Uh, in their future appearances, but that's it. That's that's it for our headlines and discussion aspects of the of the show. We're gonna get into a uh, pretty meaty little Halajuku talk segment. Uh, we're gonna talk oh, about yeah. a couple albums, a couple high profile albums that were released uh, recently. So oh, join yeah. us over there. Yeah, yeah. Look so good. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is our Haliyajuku Talk segment, where we take a subject and we flesh it out, talk about it a bit more, usually go into a bit more detail about it. Usually it's a show, movie, or just something that we're really excited about that we kind of want to give it a chance to kind of give it a few more minutes and talk about it a lot more in depth. This week, we have a couple of high-profile albums, as Petey said before we uh, took a break after headlines. Uh, one of those was something that we've been super, super excited. I guess we've been super excited about both of these, but like for me, we've been talking about one of them for a while uh, and hearing that this was coming up, and that was the Epic High album Shoebox. Um, and we're going to kind of take a chance to kind of break it down we we both got a chance to sit and listen to the album i actually bought it this morning uh and listened to it and pd's been listening to it over on spotify so if you have uh spotify and you want to listen to the album go over there right now and uh check it out but uh if you know that you're an epic high fan and you want to pick it up you can go do that right now uh we're recording this on sunday november 2nd so uh it'll probably be out later yeah that album will definitely be there. Uh, and I will say, for the money that I paid for it, it 
is definitely worth it. Yeah. Uh, it's a really, really good album. Um, it's got some, it, it, it's got some fantastic tracks and some fantastic variety on it, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, so let's let's go ahead and break it down. Now, normally, what we would do when we break down an album is we kind of break it down really, really wholly. We we talk about each individual track. We even talk about kind of the covering and the, the casing. Since neither one of us got our hands on the physicalness of this album yet, the physicalness of this album yet, um, we we both kind of kind of just got it digitally and listened to the tracks. Um, We've already really kind of gone over uh, some of the tracks, but there, there are some other things to kind of let you know now that the album has been released. But we'll, we'll go through it little by little here. So let me um, yeah. go ahead and open this up so I can look at the track list yeah. for this. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we talked about before, we talked about a couple of tracks before, uh, namely... I uh, pulled up the video for the video players of uh, a little bit. I showed it a little bit. Uh, we talked about Born Hater. It, you know, the, the lead singles of the track, of course, uh, initially was Born Hater, uh, which was <laughs> a fantastic, uh, kind of pass the mic rap title that really is smart, fun, funny. And a really interesting video, as you can see, the the vertical, yeah. and you can actually you can actually pull this up not on the YouTube app, but you pull this up on going by YouTube.com, look this up, pull it up, and you can watch the whole thing vertically. <laughs> it, it looks it looks like they're trapped in your phone, and it's kind of hilarious. Uh, but yeah, this one w- was a, a great track and a fun, interesting track, and you actually shared with me. Uh, a breakdown, uh, is there a break of CR doc? Uh, breakdown of, uh, the kind of the lyrical content, uh, did a, a very interesting analysis of the lyrical content, right? Yeah, because I, it, it's, well, lost my headphones. It's talking about everybody's haters and, and why they're hated, uh, for the things that they do. Um, so, so Tableau talks about this, this kind of scathing article that was written about him a few years ago, uh, on this website where people were questioning his, his education and his rep skill and kind of a lot of the other things that make Tableau Tableau. Um, uh, because everybody knows Tableau, or as everyone would knows, Tableau is a Ivy School prep, um, as well yeah, as you know, Stanford, I, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, among other things, so uh, it's just one of those things. And he talks about like, like you know, this this un like just unnecessary, just like you know, hate for me, like. He's like, you know, it's fine that you're this born hater and that you're you're the small thing, you know, because as you see in the video, he's fighting off these roaches, you know, and saying, oh, you're the small thing that keeps trying to crawl up on me and use me, you know, um, yeah, and that's fine, you know, because you know, obviously, you need the haters, <laughs> um, and it, it's just like kind of really fun to to really break down what everyone is talking about. Um, some of the other ones are a little bit silly. Uh, one of one of the other ones that that really 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 spoke to me when getting they were talking about was the other member of Epic High, uh, Mithra, uh, yeah. Mithra, yeah, Mith- who's talking about being in that shadow of Tableau, you know, 
but you know, still being able to hold his own and still being a really, really good rapper. Like he is yeah. a really exceptionally good rapper, but you know, the camera's always focused on Tableau. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know Tableau is um, one of the the adorable variety show hey, with his uh, adorable daughter. Yeah, you know, he's a star of like a, a group. But yeah. hey, I'm I'm here. <laughs> uh, and yeah, even has right. that moment where yeah. he's in the shadow and, 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 the... and Tableau's up front, like. Right, that, and it gives us a smaller perspective of that. Um, yeah, so, and then, you know, you have a verbal gent who's talking about everybody's perception of him and him not being tough and, you know, possibly being gay or whatever, <laughs> uh, which is just funny. Um, what is this? And kind of Benzino, I mean, I keep saying Zeno's uh, silly thing of him being uh, material materialistic and only having female fans and not being a real rapper. <laughs> like, it might yeah. as well be in. Like, everybody's saying that he should have just been an idol. Um, yeah. So, it's just kind of funny to, to see those those kind of yeah, things. And, and, and those are fr- it was a pretty fantastic track, and uh, and we talked about it before. It was a really fun, fun track. Uh, but there are some other mm-hmm. really fantastic tracks on here. Uh, and not just... It, it, and some interesting inclusions... Uh, we have, you know, present by Young makes a great contribution on here in the song Rich. Uh, I think another really cool song, uh, was Burj Khalifa with Yankee and Gecko. And that one was really, that one was a really cool and interesting track to me. It was, I think, where they started to kind of dip their toe in the ratchetry pool. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit. You know, not necessarily go full on, but you know, just with this kind of the style of the yeah, song. I really, I really like that song as well. That song was really, really good. Um it just it, it it's just like it came on and I was just like, Oh I'm 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 jamming to this. <laughs> like I'm yeah, definitely not not full on not full on this, but just yeah, just yeah, yeah. Uh uh it's just a fun, uh really fun track. Uh, and of course, I think it, it's not in, I think some, knowing, uh, at least from, uh, observation, it's not an epic high track if there aren't some, uh, really cool emotional tracks like, uh, We Fight Ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. was a really cool, like, kind of, uh, really cool emotional song, a uh, spoiler like we talked about before, uh, happy. and of course, in, in Happy Ending. Or happen ending, uh, which I'm, I'm still confused about. And of course, uh, they, it, an interesting inclusion was, uh, Tableau's, uh, cover of Taeyang's Eyes, Nose, Lips. Uh, yeah, yeah. Entire yeah. English was, and I features that Taeyang. was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't initially look at the track list and I kind of just went through the album. So when that came on, I was really, really surprised, um, that that was in, included in the album. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic track. Uh, what, what, uh, yeah, it is a really fantastic track. What, what other tracks kind of caught your attention? Uh, as I, I must say, I'm hosting Record Breakers. <laughs> I must say, the Life is Good featuring Jay Part. Yeah. Really, really, really kind of caught me off guard. And then the title track, uh, Shoebox featuring MYK, uh, I thought was also really good as well. Like, um, it's like kind of a old 90s beat, uh, and I just, I don't know, I just really, really enjoyed it. Like, I, I, 
enjoyed kind of the late 90s beat, the kind of R&B flavor to it. Like, those are the things that I always really like. A, a nice beat, a cool kind of jazzy R&B flavor to long really, really, really speak to me really, like, so much. Um, I just love tracks like that so much. Uh, yeah. Kind of get me going. Like, it, it's, a, it's a song I could just kind of listen to on repeat. You know, yeah. over and over again, and just not get tired of it, and hear something new every time. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic track. It, it's a uh, and 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 it's some fantastic tracks. And uh, what would you say is your thoughts to kind of uh to kind of conclude? What would be your thoughts on the album overall? It kind of the the uh, the big picture of the album. Um, it, it's one of those albums that I think. It's one of those albums for me. I could hand to somebody who's like, oh, you listen to K-pop or, oh, you listen to Korean music? Like, what? And you just turn it on and you go listen. And you just sit and you let them listen to it. And you let those those one or two tracks that are really exceptional play kind of first. And then you just go, yeah. And you wait for them to be like, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just it, it's one of those kind of albums that that you can definitely pull somebody into this styling of music with, um, and and just does it really does just is so good, man. Like right. Epic High, just like and and with all the things that and and kind of silly stories that happened around this album of like YG locking them out of the studio and making them <laughs> use other studios and things like that make you kind of appreciate it more when it's good. Yeah. At the end of yeah. the day, when you know this, the the music is actually good, and you're just like, you know what? It was really, really good. So holy shit, I I fucking enjoy the shit out of this so much. Yeah, um, um, and I do. Yeah. I, I, I like. I I wasn't always super sold on Epic High, but the more and more I listened, the more and more I realized that I was a fool. <laughs> like you're a fool. They're you're they're fool. good for a reason. And mm-hmm. they moved up to, to work in, at YG for a reason as well. Cause being able to hear those voices that I really appreciate and love and respect, like Young and, 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 uh, the voices that I'm learning to love, like Bobby and yeah. BI and things like that. And even hearing Jay Park, who just doesn't necessarily have anything to do with YG, but, but, you know, Epic High is one of those groups that everybody wants to work with and everybody yeah. is, is seems happy when they're working with Epic High. Like, they just seem like, holy shit, that was such a fun experience to get to hang out and work with those guys, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. Alright, now we have our, our favorite tracks and our uh, conclusive thoughts. Uh, now for our haiku reviews. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong no, yeah, Epic High is a fantastic track and really ambitious, uh, a, a, a really fantastic album, uh, Shoebox and really ambitious on some levels and really well done. Uh, but, but no, speaking of we, ambitious. <laughs> well, since we have our favorite tracks, let's, before we move on, let's say, is there, is there any tracks that didn't fit to you? Um, hmm. I think there wasn't really anything that, that didn't I mean, if there was anywhere that I would say I was slightly, uh, let down, I would say I don't love spoiler. I like it, but I don't love spoiler. 
and kind of happen ending uh the name is a lot and uh the the song mm-hmm. uh, i i don't love that uh, but i think most of i think most of the rest of the tracks uh i enjoy thoroughly just on on a just fully but if i were to say anything that would kind of let me down it would be i didn't love spoiler as much as i love some of the other tracks uh it's good but I, I didn't love it. It's just, but that's just what I'm thinking. Uh, or did you have any moments that we were kind of? Um, uh, Encore is good. It's a good intro track, but then it doesn't. After you, after you hear everything else, it doesn't stand up to the rest of yeah. the album. Yeah. Um, and that's probably it. But it's a really great intro track. So it, it, there's a reason it's at the front of the album. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you know th- just having that realization sometimes that the song that is in the front doesn't always have to because we I talked about this another time where like the song in the front should really 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 like uh bring you into the song and be one of the best but in here it's not but when you listen to it first before you listen to everything else it just kind of works really well and then yeah I kind of agree with you on happen ending having ending just kind of is. Eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, the, speaking of, and I, I was, you know, we can kind of move on to the next aspect to the other album we've been kind of looking forward and you can introduce that album. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we have a, we have another album, um, which it shouldn't be a surprise from anyone. Uh, <laughs> um, we have another album from our, a, a, a guy that we definitely, definitely respect. Like, I, I have so much respect for uh, Gayuk. Um But this is a two-album release. Now, you said that one of these albums... It's like a double was, album. Was well, re- no, this is a this is a just a really big album. This is okay. a really ambitious double album. Uh, like, yeah, so, so uh, both albums, I think, are the same length. I think they're yeah. both nine songs yeah so they're both nine songs long uh it's a red from, and gray yeah red and gray um which at first i thought it was red and gray <laughs> <laughs> um and i didn't see the eye in there so i was just like oh it's the red album and the gray album but i was like no it's red and gray. i was like oh okay yeah. i really lost um i don't even know how to initially tackle this but yeah um, it is, a, it is a big, ambitious album to kind of get into. Uh, and, you know, he brings it, it and the one thing that I had said about a song before the, the, the lead track, uh, actually came out a while ago. So he's pulling kind of his like solo work, putting it together into this one ambitious album with a bunch of, uh, guest appearances, a bunch of guest stars. Uh, including Choiza. So uh, technically it's not a dynamic duo uh, album, but there's a couple of songs that are basically dynamic duo songs and, and because both <laughs> always, all members of dynamic duo are in that it. When a group puts out, like somebody from a group with a solo album, but all the members from that group are still in the album. So it might as well have just been a group yeah. album anyway. But yeah. yeah, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of solo stuff here from him and it's really, really good. Um, there's yeah. a song on here on the first album, uh, featuring Bump Key that I thought was really exceptional. Uh, Pass yeah. Out 
pass yeah, out. Yeah, like, I, I freaking, that's almost really, really good, man. Um, cause you guys, I love Bunky's vocals, like. Yeah. It's really good. It's something we've talked about before is like, he's one of, he's one of those really fantastic singers and like rappers out there. You know, we've joked about, I've joked about calling him the, the PCP of K-pop, you know, the greatest <laughs> guest rapper in K-pop, you know, uh, and he's made his results on a couple, on a couple of stuff. Yeah, that's a fantastic trap. You, you, you also go to, uh, the single No Makeup featuring Zion T and Hatfelt we've talked about before is a fantastic track. Uh, mm-hmm. another just him, the Chaser the Rapper, uh, tracks, part one and yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were really cool. They were, they were short, uh, comparatively speaking, but they worked really well. well. I think they were short because I, they're, they're kind of one in the same. Like you're kind of, yeah. I think, you know, in, the, in a sense, it's part one, half of it, and then part two is the other half. So, yeah. Um, just kind of splits it up on those two parts. Um, yeah, some fantastic tracks. So what, what other tracks have kind of, kind of caught your attention? What other tracks did you, um, did, did you like? Mostly the, the opening tracks from both albums I thought were good. Uh, the, the, the first one I, I really, really liked. Um, what yeah, is that? Rhythm is Life. I come in the second album. Rhythm uh, is Life. Nook him so rhythm, good. Yes, Rhythm is Life is so good. Um, it, 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 it really, really kind of sets your head in the tone that, like, this kind of storytelling style that, like, Gayok has and, like, the journey he's going to take you on. Like, and, it, and he has this real kind of, in his music, love for kind of instrumentation. Like, you really hear drums and guitar, you know? Like, you kind of hear these things, uh, in the beats and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of something I noticed, like listening to this album, like, you know, cause you kind of, you, when you really are listening to an album to talk about it, you kind of break it down in, in certain parts. And there's also a lot of these cool parts of, of ambient noise, cars starting yeah. up, uh, putting a tape into a, 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 a tape deck, you know, um, people yeah. walking and talking in the background and, and like wind blowing through trees. Like a lot of these can you just like, just elements in, in like kind of everyday life, um, that then lead into a track. Um, I thought was really cool in some of the tracks and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's a, yeah. Rhythm is life is a, yeah, it's a fantastic track. Uh, and it's actually, it's weird cause it's a, it's a track that was released and had a, has a video and I'm showing it right now. Uh, that was released in February of last year, 2013. So it was, I guess just a track they decided, well, it, this is, uh, I'm going to include this, uh, on the album, uh, and it is a fantastic track still. And I'm, I don't know if I've talked, if I talked about it on the show, but, uh, it's definitely one of those, uh, videos and songs that caught my attention a while ago. And it's a really cool song. Uh, I'll, and there's more fantastic tracks. Uh, interesting, uh, uh, addition onto this is, uh, a, an appearance by Ailey. And doing yeah. a little bit of rapping too, uh, on top of that. Uh, doing a little bit of rapping <laughs> on the song. Talk about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the song Hung Hai. It's a pretty cool song. It's an interesting, uh, collaboration between the two. And she does a pretty good job. Uh, I don't know if as good as, uh, Gecko made it out to be, <laughs> uh, in his interview, but 
it was pretty good. It was a pretty good track. Uh, it was a fun song. Uh, and a couple, another one, other ones like Festival Virgin was the song that was kind of out there. Uh, yeah. Did you, did, did you hear that one? That one's, that one was pretty <laughs> out there. It was. Um, it, it was one of the ones, like, because uh, I was listening to the second album kind of right before we recorded it. When it came up, I, like, pulled it back up. I was like, wait, what, is this, am I still in the game album? Yeah. <laughs> like, did I go back to the Epic High album or something? Because um, it's just not initially what you kind of would think to hear from him. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it, it's always fun to ha- have that divergence, especially on sud- something so big. Uh, you know, this album is so meaty. Um, if you, if you understand that kind of sense of what I'm saying, like it's so meaty. It's so like, uh, there's just a lot here to go through, you know? Um, and I wasn't even initially sure how we were going to tackle it. Like, because yeah. I, I only, when Petey was like, oh, yeah, hey, I got, I got the album, like, uh, and, and kind of gave it to me. Just like, oh, okay, cool. And I listened to it. Um, and I didn't really pay attention and I realized, oh, uh, because well, I just kind of threw it in Google Music and it was just like, oh wait, why is there two things here? Uh, and Google Music got confused, <laughs> which I would have to figure out how to unconfuse Google Music. Um, and it was just like, oh, it's two albums, and I was like, okay, yeah. hmm, yeah. that <laughs> like, double album. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and it's it's really well done. It's really ambitious. Kind of goes a lot of cool different places, and uh, and it really impressed me just on the whole. Like on the whole, we talk about the album as a whole. You know, we, there's a bunch more tracks we can talk about. We can go on for a while, uh, but talking about the album as a whole, it it it's really ambitious, really creative, and it goes a lot of different places. Uh, it's an album that I wouldn't mind. Hey, here's here's a little compliment. I, I wouldn't mind sh- putting bringing it up on record breakers. <laughs> you know, again, reference record breakers. Uh, if we decide to do maybe double album month or if I decide to just hey, throw it in there for whatever reason, I wouldn't mind sharing this album because it's actually a pretty fantastic kind of creative album, uh, from Gecko. Uh, it is really well done and, re- and I, I'm, uh, I, I was impressed. I don't know. Well, what did you think on, uh, talking about the album overall? Talking about the album as a whole, what was your impression? Um, overall, like, kind of, there's one or two songs that are meh, but, I mean, in total, there are one or two songs that are meh. So, you know, something, something this, this big, you know, two nine track CDs and only one or two songs are meh. That's fucking exceptional. Um, and especially for how long he's been working on it, you know, uh, in that sense too. So to, and then to kind of keep that overall sense of all the music. Cause, you know, some of these songs are, are at this point, what, like three or four years old? Yeah. Depending on when he uh, made them. Yeah. So like, holy shit to keep that kind of like because the album really really works and that's something else we talk about a lot is the album like not not having each individual song be too separate from each other you know you kind of want some separation but when you're listening to an album you don't want to all of a sudden be taken out and be like like 
oh, wait, is that the same person that I'm still listening to? Oh, is that the same? I'm like, oh, it is. Okay, okay, okay. Like, you don't want to have to have that realization. Like, you're going through this album, except for, like I said, uh, one or two tracks in the track PD specifically mentioned, uh, Festival Virgin. Uh, it's just like, you, it's a gecko album, and it's a really good gecko album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those moments that you get caught off guard. I mean, there, there are good moments that you get caught off guard, like that moment in mm-hmm. Baby Metal, the moment in Baby Metal's album when they get Ratchet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, which you're never ready for. And I said this on Record Breakers, and I'll say it again here. You're, you will never be prepared, no matter how many times you listen to an album, for when Ra- Baby Metal gets Ratchet. <laughs> never be ready for it. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, the, the, the cohesiveness of the album while still being ambitious is what really makes it. And, uh, it's a really fantastic wow. record. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's basically the, the thought on this. And I'm really glad it came out so well. Uh, cause Dynamic Duel is a group that I, that I thoroughly enjoy. And a big part of that is Gecko is a, is a talent that I enjoy. And, uh, and I was definitely impressed with this uh this entry uh, and and this uh gecko's uh release uh i really enjoyed it uh but that's it that's it for us uh go out and check out these albums go out and check out yes, music please, definitely. enjoy it they're out there they're on itunes and google play music and spotify at least epic highs album is on spotify so you have no excuses you have no no excuses go out and get them go out and check them out uh but that's it for us um Another fun episode, nicely wrapped up. Cass, what do you got going on in your world? A uh, new episode of uh, uh, Trinity Black Eyes tomorrow. Uh, it's Monday. Um, and then other than that, just re- working on podcasts, like trying to get more and more podcasts out so I can actually maybe have a reason to have a Patreon one day or a Kickstarter or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> A Patreon. Something. It's probably going to be a Patreon. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, or, uh, I'll start getting ad revenue. I'm going to start yeah. wearing like like Starbucks things. <laughs> we have like those those uh, those shirts that uh, all the StarCraft two players are wearing. All the yeah, all monster. like soccer players and StarCraft players and stuff like that. <laughs> Just start sitting here with Monster like Monster Energy drink. It keeps me. You Juku. If, if, if Kaz or I, sh- if Kaz and or I show up on the show with Krakens on, you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is funny because actually I'm, uh, I was actually considering buying a pair of Krakens, but I don't know if I would wear on the show. Uh, but that's beside the point. Uh, about that me slash King Kaz, we're pointing in the right direction. About that me slash PD Rave, uh, find us at uh, King Kaz and PD Rave respectively all over the internet. Uh, the show's at Hallyjuku, kpoppodcast.com. Easy way to share with all your friends. Hallyjuku on the, on Twitter. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all over the place. YouTube.com slash TV, uh, according to Brian Ibbett, or Rebelly TV, uh, whatever, what's easier for you to remember. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're everywhere. We're in yeah. your home. So like, share, and repeat. Mm -hmm. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Leave comments. But not to me. I'm weak. Annyeong. Fighting.